Somebody, if you are there, let me see you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Glory to Jesus. We are welcome to the deal rise. And today is foundations. It's a week of foundations. And this dawn, we are, we are this dawn or morning or evening or depending on your time zone, we've gathered to build some foundations even in our destiny and so i would like to see everybody share let's all do well to share right now i want to see everybody share the link share it across everywhere share it to everybody call somebody that is time it's time for us to encounter the lord in another dimension so i'm waiting for us to share please let's share the link 
invite somebody some people are sleeping some people uh, are forgotten let's all do well to invite them to come reggie god bless you for sharing i want to see everybody sharing i want to see everybody sharing please let me see you sharing let me see you sharing lois god bless you for sharing God bless you for sharing endurance. God bless you. Please turn to somebody and welcome him to the house of God. Turn him, turn to somebody and tell him, my brother, you are welcome. My sister, you are welcome. You are welcome to the house of God. Mention somebody's name and welcome him to the the, the, the house of God. And if, if you don't know the person's name, for us to know our, our names and where we are coming from, please you post your name and where you are coming from. And you welcome somebody also into the house of God. Please, I hope you can hear me. Hallelujah. Please, I hope you can hear me. Please, is somebody hearing me? Powerful. So, uh, I would like you to welcome somebody to the house of God. And for us to know for somebody not to call you hey somebody not to call you any other name you don't like please post your name in the country you are coming from so that you get to know each other and you welcome somebody into the house of god you tell him brother you're welcome sister you're welcome so you add the name sister lois you're welcome yeah please so let's quickly do that even as we share Okay, so Mr. Betty, you are welcome. Betty from USA, you are welcome. Please, if please let's do well to register our presence with our names and the country are coming from. Okay, so Regina from Ghana, you are welcome. You are welcome. Oh, you are so welcome. Please let's share the link. If you, if, if you entered the live studio, please share and invite somebody to come and join us. It's a time for destiny. It's a time to build our foundations. This morning we are building some strong foundations in the name of Jesus. Lois from Ghana, God bless you. Endurance from Ghana, God bless you. Please let's see you. If you join us, register your presence with your name and the country you are coming from. Country and your name and country very necessary. Let's welcome you to the house of God. Let's welcome you to the house of God. Please, even as we wait for us to register our presence, let's do well to invite somebody. Sharon from the United States, God bless you, Sharon, for joining us. Hilary from Ghana, God bless you for joining us. You are welcome. Simon from Ghana, God bless you for joining us. It's an honor having you with us. And we pray that even as you join us, 
your life will never be the same even in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and let's do well to share the live show to also invite people to come and join us come and join us it's our week of foundations and things are really going to happen to us the lord is going to open us up to so many wonderful stuffs so many things we knew that we knew that they they didn't really matter this week you are going to know that everything everything matters everything matters dr regina you are welcome please you add your country for us you add your country for us dr regina from ghana thank you you are welcome somebody say this week i'm building a very solid foundation somebody say declare declare this week i'm building a very strong foundation this week i'm building a very strong foundation nothing at all can shake my foundation nothing at all can shake my foundation if you can hear me declare this week this week starting from today i'm building a very strong foundation a very solid foundation i'm building a very solid foundation a foundation that can never be shaken a foundation that can never be brought down a foundation that is so solid that is so firm that is firmly established that is firmly established declare declare this week a very strong foundation and even as you declare you share the live studio you share the live studio to, enjoy, to invite somebody that we all build the, the foundation together building the foundation together so for a story building hallelujah so declare this week i'm building a very solid foundation i want to see everybody declaring in the name of jesus powerful powerful i humbly hand over to my father the prophet mr douglas to take us through papa you are welcome Powerful, powerful, powerful. Glory to Jesus. Somebody say glory to Jesus. Ah, I love I like the atmosphere. God has something big for somebody this season. Somebody say glory to Jesus. Somebody say glory to Jesus. As you come in, you introduce yourself, you let us know who you are and where you are somebody say glory to jesus it's a season of the lord spoke to me this dawn at 12 a.m gmt i was there and the lord visited me in the night and told me that this season i am building a strong pillar for their destiny and i see somebody that you are the one God is speaking to this morning. You are the one God is speaking to this afternoon. You are the one God is speaking to this evening. You are the one God is speaking to this night. Wherever you are, somebody say, I am the one God is speaking to. Somebody say, I am the one God is speaking to. God is building my foundation this. God is building my foundation this season. God is building my foundation this season. I see the Lord build his foundation. I want you to, it's a special season you don't want to take. 
you don't want to miss get your bible get your notebook get your pen and write down make notes so that we can reflect in the course of the day hallelujah so that you can reflect because god is building foundations somebody say foundations the book of psalms chapter 11 the bible said that if the foundation be destroyed what shall the righteous do so it's, it's, it's most of the scripture that most men of god and people quote but they don't understand <laughs> actually that statement is, is is a statement that is is in the greek in the hebrew language it's actually an idiom okay it's a hebraism we say something is hebraism it means it is a hebrew sentence or like hebrew proverb okay it's not like a normal thing it said if the foundation be destroyed what can the righteous do so what can the righteous do in in the in the in the proverb in the hebrew proverb it just means that the the, the the doing of the righteous the doing of the righteous is actually his foundations i don't know whether you get it the the work of the righteous is actually his foundations what it means is that it's like whatever we see you do is actually your foundation so it's not necessarily concerning trying to build your foundation because the righteous has a foundation the righteous has a foundation the righteous there was talking about the believer the one who has believed in the word so the one who believed in the word is actually the believing itself is the righteous is the foundation i don't know you are getting it it's not like you are, you are going to build foundations as some some um, most of us we understand but it's like that is why you, you cannot do anything when the found is like the righteous himself is the foundation i don't know whether you are getting it you, you get it the righteous himself is the foundation do you, are, are you clear because you become righteous by believing so the act of believing forms your foundation the act of your believing forms your foundation is it clear is it clear your act of believing forms your foundation so you need to understand that so when the when the foundation is destroyed it means you cease to exist you you lack capacity to act because in the field of the christian dome we know that it is the foundation that we work on how we are getting it so it is actually that is how it works the act of your believing forms your foundation so what you believe in is very important your act of foundation is your act of believing sorry the act of believing forms your foundation so as a believer what you believe is very important remember our, our previous session we spoke about the fact that what you believe is what you receive and what you receive is what forms what you make up so the makeup of every man is is can be traced from the belief system of the person so the right so that is what the scripture is all talking about i hope you are getting it so you have to be careful about what you believe somebody say be careful about what you believe so in this week in this week we are going to lay strong foundations we are going to learn the fundamental issues of our belief something that is going to form our belief so that you have access to work because the doing as i said the doing of the righteous is actually the manifestation of the foundation so that's the scripture that's the meaning of the scripture it's actually a hebrew proverb 
it's actually a hebrew proverb as we saw um, psalm 11 verse 1 is it if the foundation be destroyed what shall the righteous do it's actually the reverse in the in the in the hebrew it's a it's a hebraism okay and it's like it's a reverse so the righteous will do the foundation so if the, the righteous cannot do what the foundation ceases to become because as we said the foundation is actually the righteous so the standard of the foundation is actually the manifestation of the righteous is it clear i hope it's clear is it clear powerful so that's what we are going to do so this week i don't want you to joke at all because if you miss this week you have issues with the other weeks hallelujah somebody say i'm forming my foundations so it's, it's as we are going to realize that some of the things you have heard before some of you have to unlearn some of the things and relearn because if you believe in lies it forms lies in your life as i keep on saying every fake thing will fall every fake thing will fall please as you join you also share the link and invite people and you introduce yourself we want to know who you are so this how it is every lie will fall so you have to believe the truth the truth as revealed by scriptures the truth as revealed by scriptures. so what the script as what the scriptures have instituted to be the foundational element of everyone that is what we must believe in and that is what forms our foundation so when that truth is destroyed then you cease to become who you are that's it you cannot do anything it's like you lose your power john from ghana god bless you you lose your power so that's how that that's that's it that's it that's the interpretation of that scripture so this morning or this evening in this first session or due rise up to the time from the first week i don't want you to i want you to pay attention seriously because we are going to lay some strong foundations that is going to help you hallelujah and if you get those foundations right i'm telling you no matter what happens in the field of destiny you can have access to it because the strength of the righteous the power of the righteous the word do there in the in the hebraism meant power meant resource hallelujah so it's like if the belief system if the believing in the truth is destroyed i told you the foundation is your belief system what you believe in okay and the foundation of the, the foundation of the righteous is believing the truth is believing what god has established are we clear and the word do there is the word resource so it means that the righteous will produce results so long as he believes the foundations of the truth so anyone that we have anyone that we don't see resource then there is an issue with what foundation there's an issue with what you have believed yeah that's it so get in the, in the we have about five minutes or seven minutes for the man of god to take over but i want to set your mind right that this is what we are doing this season that you don't have to joke you don't have to joke everything we are treating is something very very important your part of destiny hallelujah now we are going to make a prayer we are making a prayer to god this morning we're making a prayer to god we are telling god our father even as i'm about to be exposed to your word even as i'm about to be exposed to the truth even i'm about to be exposed to what you have for me i want you to set my my thinking pattern right you see sometimes 
some of the things that god begin to expose your heart to it becomes it's like you yourself begin to fight it <laughs> you begin to fight sometimes you know that this is the truth but you begin to fight it you are telling god father help my heart help my mind help my understanding in the name of jesus because i am building a strong foundation for my destiny for my marriage for my ministry for whatever facet of my life in all the five dimensions i told you that this man the lord said is our month of what is our month of what may and june is our month of what what is our month is our month of what it's our month of fruitfulness powerful so we are in our season of fruitfulness what is fruitfulness fruitfulness is producing results so we can't talk about fruitfulness without talking about results so they must and yesterday i made a strong emphasis on it that we cannot talk about the presence of god and we and we cannot and we ignore the place of results anywhere god is there's results so the kingdom of god is not in word but it is in power it is in doings it is in results anywhere god is there's results anywhere faith is there's results anywhere there, there's anywhere 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 foundations are set right there's results huh that's it there's results so there must be results in every facet and when i say results i'm not just talking about praying for long i'm not talking about being able to read the bible but i'm talking about results in every field not just spiritually yeah yesterday we spoke about the five key areas of man spiritual life um, health life financial life intellectual life what again um in intellectual life what again uh, have i mentioned oh, spiritual life um help me you relational life powerful so these are the five key areas of success of a man and we must be able to prosper in all these areas in all these five so you don't produce results spiritually and be broke financially you don't produce results intellectually and be empty relationally so or you don't produce so it, it must work all around and that's what god is doing this season i want you to lift up your voice you are telling god of father i've come to you let your presence take over my life usher my usher me into the realm of your presence usher me to where you are build my foundations help my understanding put things in place if i've believed something wrong father shape my understanding even in the name of i want you to be engaged i want to see you tell us where you are tell us your name and where you are very very important and help begin to pray and also be inviting somebody and be sharing the link that somebody come and let's build our foundation it is our season of resource it's our season of destiny it's our season of fruitfulness lift up your voice and begin to pray wherever you are i want us to call in those who call in and join us to pray Lift up your voice, lift up your voice. Abandon, 
I want us to call in and join us to pray. We have about two minutes. Call us to pray. Call us and join us to pray. In the name of Jesus. Glory to Jesus. Help our understanding. Help our understanding. Let force foundations be destroyed. God bless you for praying. You can you can end the course. God bless you for praying. Now wherever you are, I want you to I want you to open your heart. Even as the man of God is about starting. I want you to open your heart wherever you are. And as we engage the song, as we engage the song, you are saying, God, set my atmosphere right. Within the next 30 seconds, you are saying, Lord, set my atmosphere right. Set my atmosphere right. Set my atmosphere right. In the name of Jesus. Those on the line, please drop your calls for me. Father, may you have your way, Lord. Oh, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Engage the spirit. Engage the spirit. 
Oh, Shalalalalalalalalala. Set my heart right for your way. Set my heart right for the way. Oh my God. We receive. Build a strong foundation for my destiny. Kadabasha. Pull down wrong foundation. Let your word enter my heart, Lord. Let your word enter the faculties of my mind. Come on, come on, come on. Open yourself up. I know you are going to hear things you have never heard before. Let the Spirit of God take over. I'm not losing this encounter, oh God. Oh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. You are Set my atmosphere right. I cannot get confused. I cannot get confused. I cannot get confused. Like I do, I shut down voices. <laughs> In a voice that will be speaking falsehood. I receive understanding. I receive understanding. I receive understanding, Lord. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Insight. Ah, Let the Lion of Judah rise up. Let the Lion of Judah roar this dawn. Let the echoes of his roar enter our ears. Let the echoes of his voice okay. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yeah, God bless you so much. Man of God. Hello. Yeah, glory to Jesus. You can you can take yeah. over. All God bless right. you. Praise God. I believe we are doing well in the name of the Lord. Yeah. Good. Let's bow down our heads and take a word of prayer. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, thank you for this morning. Thank you for this fellowship and gathering of the saints. It is so pleasant and it is a beautiful sight to behold. 
in the mighty name of Jesus in this atmosphere. We ask and receive that your word is taught with precision. We ask and receive that the hearts in this meeting are blessed by your word. At the end of the day, Jesus, your son, is glorified. And we find our place in him as saints that have been sanctified. We give you praise in the name of Jesus. Have we prayed? Amen. All right. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Mr. Douglas. God bless you so much. We want to quickly turn our Bibles to Matthew 28, 18 to 20. Today, I want to talk um, just flow freely and then give some instructions. But the topic of my instructions, if any, would be centered on supernatural relationships supernatural relationships and then understanding our roles in that relationship so matthew 28 18 to 20 and jesus came and spoke to them saying all authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth go therefore and make disciples of all nations baptizing them in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So if you've listened to me anywhere um, this year, and if you would ever listen to me, um, I always explain um, this uh, text as, as this. When Jesus says that, go and make disciples, what he actually implies is go and train students go and train students so a student in the greek is mathetes m-a-t-h-e-t-e-s that's a student and students are made via training by teaching so um, what we have in christianity yesterday i was sharing it on another platform is that the art of discipleship seeks to, you know, create clones. If if you watch um, these science, you know, fiction movies, clones. So we somebody enters the lab, picks a person's DNA, and is able to reproduce that person, you know, in another form. So that is what discipleship is about. We train and make clones. C L O n-e-s clone to clone another person so what we do is that we we train disciples in fact it is a, a bit of a misnomer to probably mention my name and say i am a disciple of so and so it's a misnomer because at the end of any discipleship program the people who see me should be able to identify who trained me. That's how it happens. So I, I look at you, I'm able to tell, oh, okay, you were trained by this guy. Because he would train you to think as he thinks, reason as he reasons, probably talk as he talks. So um, we all become sort of copycats. That is what discipleship is about. Again, it must be emphasized that 
um as much as a salvation decision happens instantaneously whosoever believes is born again whosoever believes receives the spirit of god and receives the new birth that is salvation immediately a person believes the gospel confesses with his mouth the lord jesus christ he is saved is that not what the scriptures say yeah so salvation happens instantaneously but discipleship takes a little while so for instance in the book of acts the disciples are first called okay i mean people are first called disciples in acts chapter 6 it took a little while after the day of pentecost acts 2 they met and they were taught they kept teaching fellowshipping around the word till act 6 that the term disciples is used so it means that there is a space a long while and that space could be you know um months could be weeks could be a number of days before they are called disciples okay so act 6 to the, the 12 someone the multitude of the disciples so they are called disciples for the first time in act 6 they are not called disciples before act 6 because discipleship should take a little while so you'd realize that the emphasis of the gospel would therefore not just be to believe and be saved right there is also a training program a training as part of the gospel so the gospel will seek to get men saved which would happen instantaneously as they believe now the gospel would also seek to get men to grow okay and become students so i don't just get saved by the gospel i also become a student of the gospel by being a student of the gospel it means that the gospel has facts that i learn and practice the gospel has um certain details that i learn and practice let's turn our bibles again to first peter 2 21 first peter 2 21 good so first peter 2 21 peter writes and says that for this you were called because christ also suffered for us leaving us an example that you should follow his steps good so first peter 221 says that um, christ suffered for us okay they, it was writing to people who were going through tribulations as much as possible they were being persecuted and he was writing to servants and was teaching servants to be submissive in spite of the persecution so that attitude of um let's go on demonstration uh, to 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 that with uh, you are working in an institution and all of a sudden you start up a revolt hey if you won't work again won't work again that attitude is non-christian hallelujah it's non-christian because the christian's attitude in spite of whatever is going on is not to say i i won't do it again i won't work again Let, let's go on strike and then you gather people 
and you hit the streets and you are protesting and you are doing a lot of things it's non-christian hallelujah the attitude of the christian is that of submissiveness and so even if um, your boss at work is not treating you well what you need to do is to sit down with him talk to him explain things to him if that fails the best thing you can do as a christian is to leave walk away okay don't start a protest and then um destroy someone's work it's it's non-christian in fact there's a scripture that we often um use that whatever you are doing do as you do unto god and not unto men do you know that scripture interestingly that scripture refers not to our service in church i've seen a lot of times we've used that for leaders in the church and then say that whatever you are doing but that scripture is actually referring to your conduct at the workplace so it's saying that whatever you do at your workplace do it as you are doing unto god so would you start a revolt against god <laughs> yeah colossians 3:23. god bless you philip let's let's go there We'll come back to first Peter. Colossians 3.23. So Colossians 3.23. Let me start from the 20. Children obey your parents in all things, for this is well pleasing to the Lord. 21. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Look at 22, bond servants. Bond servants is like a slave. Okay, In that context, when Paul was writing to the church in Colossae, there were a lot of Christians who had masters who were not born again, who were not believers. Some of them were even believers. But Paul was giving this instruction to the servants. Uh, let's say in this case, maybe I'm a, I'm a nurse. Okay, My employer is a Ghana Health Service. Maybe... Um, I work in an office, my boss, you know, something like that. And Paul is saying that bond servant obey in all things. You see it, obey in all things, your masters according to the flesh. You see, he does a distinction between um, the masters. Paul is, is um, an, a very intelligent writer. So when he, he uses master, knowing very well that the master of the christian is one the master of the christian is jesus now he has to do a distinction and says your masters in the flesh they are your masters according to the flesh and he says don't don't obey them with eye service as men pleases but in sincerity of heart fearing god 23 and whatever you do do it heartily as to the lord and not to men knowing that from the lord you receive the reward of the inheritance for you serve the lord interesting so at your workplace even though it appears you are serving ghana health service serving your country serving your boss you're actually serving the lord let me say this that the believer's work where he works is the field that he demonstrates the love of god and so if you are not demonstrating the love of God properly at your workplace, then there's a question mark on your Christian conduct. I hope you get me. 
so uh, salvation is gotten instantaneously but there is a conduct there is a practice that we have to learn from the message that gets us saved that's what peter is saying in first peter um 2:21 that christ suffered for you is that not the message of the gospel good so christ suffered for you died was buried rose up the third day that is the message of the gospel when i believe i am saved now after getting salvation from that message that same message becomes an example that is what peter is saying so he says that christ suffered for you christ suffered for us leaving us an example that you should follow his steps so we should follow his steps in that suffering as he suffered for us we would also suffer for him that is what he's saying here but the word example is in the greek hypodesma <clears throat> what it means is a copy so what christ has done for us is a copy that we should follow and so i want you to understand that the emphasis of the gospel is not just to believe and be saved but to also become a student of the message that saved you therefore as we believe the gospel and we are saved and you see it's 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 interesting you can't believe the gospel for salvation and then when it comes to um living the gospel as an example you say no this one is too much for me if you believe in the gospel okay for your salvation you should also trust in the gospel for spiritual growth you should also trust in the example the gospel provides for spiritual growth so for instance the example i gave you in colossians if you believe the gospel and then the gospel is also teaching you to be submissive to your boss at work you can't say no you can't be selective i told you that the disciple has to um embrace everything that is his master teaches him uh, and you can't believe what the master is using for salvation and when it comes to practicing as an example you say no okay you can't have your way in discipleship okay that's very key in discipleship you can't have your way you don't decide how you are fed a child doesn't decide how he is fed he is fed you know, as, as at that early age it's your mother that decides because your mother wants you to go and then decides what you are basically fed of so that is what i want you to understand the student of the gospel will therefore learn christ okay not only the knowledge of christ which will lead to salvation but we also learn christ in his way of life christ therefore becomes an example for us so this morning i want to focus on supernatural relationships in fact the gospel throws us into a supernatural relationship because by faith in the gospel the bible says that as many as believed are baptized into christ so i i said it here on this platform that at salvation i don't get saved alone i am saved with people i'm saved into a community i'm saved into the body of christ and that 
puts me into a relationship automatically with my fellow believers. Now, um, the writer of Hebrews says that he, let's, let's turn our Bibles to Hebrews. Let me show you something there. We'll come back and continue. So Hebrews, um, Hebrews 2. Hebrews 2. Um, let's read from verse 8. Hebrews 2, 8. So talking about Jesus, says, You have put all things in subjection under his feet, for in that he put us all in subjection under him, he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not see all things put under him, but we see Jesus was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he by the grace of God might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him, for whom are all things and to whom are all things, in bringing many sons to glory. So you see, the gospel makes us sons. It makes us sons to God. Okay, so in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through suffering. For both he who sanctifies, this is where I want you to pay attention to, for both he who sanctifies and those who are sanctified are all of one, for which cause he is not ashamed to call them brethren. So he who sanctified, that is Jesus, that is God, and the people that are sanctified, they are all of one. So at salvation, we are all born of God, even as Jesus is also born of God. And therefore, Jesus is not ashamed to call us brethren. Brethren in the Greek is Adelphos, A-D-E-L-P-H-O-S, Adelphos. It means people that are born from the same womb, from the same womb. In that case, the womb would be the womb of the resurrection. So it is at Jesus' resurrection that we are born with him. At the resurrection, we are also raised with him. We become brothers with Jesus. And so we are you don't only call Jesus your brother. Okay, if you get it very well, Jesus did not resurrect with you alone, <laughs> resurrected with other people. And so the people he resurrected with by emphasis, the people who have believed the gospel are also your brothers. So the gospel gets me saved, but also throws me into a relationship with other believers. I call them brothers because we are all from the same womb. And so that is very key. I want you to take note of that. Yeah, so that is the supernatural relationship that we are talking about. And just as I would submit and treat Jesus, it is the same way I should treat my brother. So that is the supernatural relationship we are talking about. And you should also realize that man as he is, is a product of influence. Man is a product of influence. So it is strange if anybody thinks that, oh, me, I'm unique. I'm a man of my own. Uh, um, I want to be alone. I, you see, I keep saying this. It's anybody who says i want to be alone is actually not alone you are not alone because you are not the first person who is thinking that way 
you may have heard someone say it and then you are also saying some so every man is a product of influence in fact whatever i'm teaching you i'm not i'm not unique as in i'm the first person who is finding out this i learned it from someone i, I heard someone teach it i heard someone preach it i also read the scriptures found it same so you know i heard someone first and then probably i also read the scriptures so every man is a product of influence i want you to type man is a product of influence so it's the influence of man that gets us born again okay nobody goes to sleep and then sees a vision of angels singing hallelujah praise the lord hosanna and they wake up and they say i'm born again you see so it's strange when someone says i'm born again we should be able to trace the person who got you born again there are lots of men of god running around who claim to be prophets who claim to be apostles and then all sorts of titles and we can't even trace them we can't find out how they got born again who baptized them what church they started with you know you can't just form a church by the time you are forming a church you should let us know where did you come from did you run away tell us i maybe i joined this church uncle i ran away i, I stole money and then they sacked me and i i started my own church. tell us you see nobody just starts a church or drops from the sky and then starts doing ministry by the time you are doing ministry you should be able to trace trace you oh who preached the gospel to you oh, how did you how did you receive the gospel what church were you born into by by means of the gospel because the gospel bets us into a community a local church for that matter you should have a track record we should be able to trace you okay so if that is not done properly then we would doubt the authenticity of um, who you say you are okay um, i haven't judged anybody here <laughs> i'm just teaching the word of god so that is very important man is a product of influence therefore you should be careful who you associate with because whatever comes around you would eventually get into you whatever comes around you would get into you sometimes unconsciously okay we learn to talk by the people that we hear around us who talk as a child you realize that the child will start saying i have a um, um a nephew and and he says interesting things sometimes he talks and i'm like ah how did you learn this and interestingly the things he says are the things my mom says because he lives with my mom he says strange strange things, things that you um probably want an adult to say he will say it and so when when we hear him say it we are not surprised because he's living with old people and then the language he's exposed to is old people's language so that's it even as a child you are a product of influence how i talk right now how i'm teaching right now is as a result of an influence that had has has been on me if i show you the man of god i listen to okay and let me mention his name pastor um shegu uh, onayinka a nigerian pastor that i i take a lot of instructions from him listen to him a lot i would say that he is the bedrock of everything i teach 
In fact, whatever I teach is what he has taught. If he hasn't taught it, I won't teach it. If he says he won't teach it, me too, I won't teach it. It's as simple as that. Maybe you can call me uh, uh, too, I'm too dependent on him. I'm happy because uh, he's, he's somebody who has helped my doctrine shape my theology a whole lot. Okay. Yes, and I, when I'm teaching and you listen to me, you'll be like, oh, okay, there's some resemblance. I don't talk exactly like him, but there's some resemblance. The way I want to um, talk, the way I want to explain things is just like him. And I can't help it. It's not like I, I deliberately decided to talk like him or be like him. He's the person I listen to most of the time. And so I have to, unconsciously, I will start behaving like him. Okay, it's the same way when I'm leading prayers at church a lot of times. I people say I sound like my dad, and <laughs> yes, it has to be because he's the person I saw a lot of times leading prayers, uh, doing Holy Ghost baptism, and so that's what I've been exposed to. I can't help it. So, everybody is a product of influence, therefore, if you know this, you have to be careful and watch what you associate with because what you associate with would indirectly rub off on you it will rub off on you uh, so jesus numerously told his disciples to be aware of what others say especially doctrine so if you know this you are very careful when it comes to um doctrinal issues for instance i don't joke with doctrine okay i don't associate with anybody at all um, a simple test I do, and I say this a lot, is that before I listen to you on any other subject, I want to hear you on salvation. Okay, You can't be an expert in any subject apart from salvation. You can't be an expert in, say, marriage and relationship, and you are all over the place, marriage counselor, relationship counselor, and yet you don't even know, um, we are not sure, about what you know about salvation i told you the last time that salvation is the mother doctrine of the bible and so um salvation is very key a man's um understanding of salvation would influence how he teaches other subjects for instance i'm strong on the eternal security on salvation and so you realize that anything, anytime I'm teaching and then anything about salvation crosses, I'm strong on it. You ca I, can't, I can't hide it. Okay. I remember the last time I went for an interview and then I was asked, well, what, do you, what, do you, what do you have to say about one save forever save? I, I said it. I, I mean, I, I explained salvation as um, a gift of God that cannot be taken. God is the one who keeps it. I mean, I, I'll say it. You can feel me. I don't care. I can't hide it. Okay, so as a matter of fact, we all have to watch what we hear. I find it quite ridiculous when young people are following so many people, you know, listen to this person small, listen to this person, I will listen to this person on faith, listen to this person on prosperity. It's sometimes I, I even watch the people they are listening to and I say, ah, but you guys, the people you are listening to, the only thing that makes them, you know, the same or similar is the fact that they believe jesus is the son of god that's all <laughs> and even that if you put them together to talk about this you find them fighting so it, sometimes it's and 
people like that are not stable because you realize they are they are hearing a lot of things you'll be confused you won't be stable when you see them presenting you realize ah, there's no stability in what they are saying they are not stable so it's very important jesus warned in matthew 16 6 let's turn our bibles to matthew 16 6 that he asks his apostles to beware of the doctrine of the pharisees and sadducees matthew 16 6 jesus says that jesus said to them take heed and beware of the leaven of the pharisees and the sadducees now in verse 12 he explains what the leaven is then they understood that he did not tell them to beware of the leaven of bread but of the doctrine of the pharisees and the sadducees now that's where doctrine is didache in the greek it means the mode of interpretation or the mode of explanation so jesus asked them to beware of the mode of explanation how how the um how the scriptures are explained that is what he asked them to be aware of because the pharisees had a way of explanation to the scriptures interestingly the same scriptures jesus was teaching that they were also teaching but their explanation was always ended in legalism or uh, ended in um, um what else their explanation was in legalism their explanation was also in materialism okay we're just explaining materialism yeah just being religious and they got the the explanation of the scriptures wrong from that perspective yeah so jesus wants to beware now for anybody to ignore the import of such a warning is actually to put your faith in jeopardy because um i told you that salvation is gotten instantaneously but spiritual growth is gotten with time you remember i said that salvation is gotten instantaneously but spiritual growth is gotten with time good so if you ignore your the influence what comes around you you put your faith in jeopardy because you'll be saved but you never grow you won't grow because the people you are listening and associating with are people that are, are not sound sound means whole no disease okay so paul also warns the same evil corruption i'm um, sorry evil communication corrupts good manners first corinthians 15 33 first corinthians 15 33 and in first corinthians 15 33 paul was talking about um doctrine so that scripture evil communication corrupts good manners was dealing with doctrine it wasn't just uh, um the your behavior even though your behavior would follow suit but it was primarily dealing with doctrine people that were teaching that the resurrection of the body is not true so Let's let's look at First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. Um, First Corinthians fifteen thirty three. Do not be deceived. Evil company corrupts good habits. Evil company corrupts good habits. So he was dealing with people that were denying the resurrection, that were saying that it wasn't true. And Paul was saying that if we say Christ was raised, then we also will be raised. If not, then what is the essence of our belief in the gospel? And he's saying that watch it evil communication corrupts good manners so evil 
communication would be false doctrine, right? Evil doctrine would corrupt the good manners, the good doctrine that you have. So a believer cannot be frivolous as to who he listens to. He don't just follow any preacher, any man of God, just because they are in clerical. It doesn't, it doesn't work that way. Follow them because you've heard them. For me, I will say I've heard you on salvation. So if you watch the people that I have followed throughout my life and ministry, there is something specific about them. In fact, I can list them for you. I, I do that a lot of times. So my in my earlier <clears throat> days and years as a young a young man who paid attention to Bible doctrine, the first person I came into contact with was um, Pastor Joseph Prince. Um, uh, Pastor Joseph Prince exposed me to the concept of grace, started understanding grace, you know, <clears throat> and that shaped my theology very well because it was very important for me at that point in time, Pastor Joseph Prince. And the next person that I followed, you know, in that fashion was... Um, was Pastor Andrew, Pastor Andrew Womack. Andrew Womack also gave me the balance between faith and grace, um, grace and faith, and it was very helpful at that. And that has been my pattern. The reason why I listened to Joseph Prince was because Joseph Prince emphasized on the eternal nature of salvation. Well, Andrew Womack doesn't emphasize on the eternal security so well, but also would not teach a salvation that is gotten and then is lost like anything, lost like something cheap. You just take it and then it's lost, you know. And that has been the pattern. Other people along the line, you know, and I believe that all these people paved way for me to finally meet this um, person that I, I listened to. So... I have been very careful as to who I listen to. I don't just listen to anybody at all. You know, you can find me taking notes in church when a preacher is preaching. Uh, I That's a culture. I'll take notes. But I don't swallow everything like that. I see what I listen to, you know. I want to make sure that I'm not getting the wrong information. Of course, there are people that I enter their services and then what they are saying, I mean, there's nothing to write, but I still have to write. And, and a friend of mine says that, man of God, when you enter services like that, you can be drawing. <laughs> can be drawing elephants and cockroaches in your jota. When when they are just saying, uh, gibberish, you can just draw. <laughs> but don't do that. Okay? That was an admonishment for me, not for you. So evil communication corrupts good manners. And it is very important Okay, so now seeing that we could have bad influence on us, in the same way we can have good influence on us, supernatural relationship, that's what I'm talking about. So I've told you what good influence I've had from the people I started listening to. I believe that their good influence led me to finally meet um, Pastor Shegu. If I had not listened to them, I would have been disinterested in whatever um, this man is teaching. Okay, so there is also good influence. I remember the first person who gave me Joseph Prince's um, videos to watch was my sister. 
just said oh there's this singaporean man who doesn't speak uh, you know clear english but listen to him I, I took the videos took it to school and then one day i just decided to listen i listened to one wow i listened to two wow 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 by the time i realized i bought all his books you know that's my attitude if you claim to be a follower of a preacher you can't be found just with one book just a single book and yeah i'm a i'm a disciple of no disciples don't do that you go in for all so if you enter my study right now you would know who i i i follow okay you would know because i have his books i have his materials it's all over my 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 library because that is the person i i i listen to i told you i will listen to him on every subject okay yeah that's that should be your attitude so there are positive influence we'll see a couple of examples from the scriptures there are those who show us the right things to do there are people like that in our lives so for instance in first timothy 4 12 paul is asking timothy to be an example first timothy 4 12 it says that let no one despise your youth but be an example to the believers in word in conduct in love and in spirit in faith and in purity so in this case timothy would be a good example we have good examples like timothy in our church in our local church in fact there is somebody who taught you how to pray everybody has this example somebody who will teach you how to pray who will teach you how to fast how to pray in the holy ghost you know i told you that when it comes to uh, leading prayers the person who taught me even though they didn't sit me down and say do this do this do this the person i learned from is my dad um uh, who is a retired minister of the church of pentecost let me mention his name um pastor dw nati it's he's a man that i learned i caught that from at a very early i didn't even know i was learning from him but now i i look at my 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 the way i i minister i know that that's my dad i mean if you know my dad when you see me you like, oh, that's 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 nothing you know that's how it works so timothy was supposed to be an example to the church in take note in word the way he speaks in conversation it means that we can pick good examples from the way people speak the way people um love in charity the way they show kindness in the spirit okay that the way they minister the things of the spirit in faith so that is um supernatural relationships and how it, it affects us and this would also include telling men the right counsel as to who to listen to and to who to follow so for instance if you are my disciple if you call yourself my disciple i have that singular privilege to tell you who you should follow and who you shouldn't follow i told you that discipleship eh, it, it, it goes into a lot of things but there's you know we especially those who come from this grace grace background you know grace grace oh i'm at liberty i'm at liberty. You're actually not at liberty like that too. <laughs> so the person teaching you can actually tell you stay away from this person you know paul does it a lot of times paul tells timothy that stay away from alexandra because he opposed me there's this saying that you don't inherit enemies that's not true in discipleship we actually inherit enemies okay what it means is that if somebody does not 
love or somebody does not you know associate well with your disciple your discipler okay let me say your pastor how how do you become friends with that person so for me it doesn't work like that if you hate my pastor if you hate the person that i receive instructions from i can't be found around you it's it's just as simple as that because when i'm found around you start saying things against him that will get into my i told you man is a product of influence that will eventually influence how i think of him or what i think of him so there was this guy like that i saw him doing it was my friend on facebook i saw him doing a couple of series you know but when i looked at his pattern he's also a nigerian when i looked at his pattern and the kind of things he was teaching i noticed that he was actually you know trying to um, pick a brawl or trying to uh, discredit the man of god i listened to and then the things he emphasizes i quickly blocked him i didn't waste time on that just say uh, he chopped brock you know that is that is what should happen if if i say this is the guy who introduced me to the gospel this is the guy who teaches me and there's another guy that is saying things that this guy doesn't see <laughs> i can't be found in his camp look at judas judas knew that the pharisees and the sadducees didn't like jesus the kind of things they were teaching was not the same thing jesus was teaching in fact when you put them together it's like they are teaching separate things so ask yourself what was judas doing in their company in the first place you know to talk of now coming to betray jesus tomorrow we'll look at judas very well i realized that in the first place judas should not even be found in that company these guys hate your master how would they love you how would they like you to the extent of entering a partnership with you how did they like you okay i'm at work uh, my boss okay i'm close to my boss and then there's somebody who doesn't like my boss and the person finds me attractive <laughs> that 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 is a no 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 somebody doesn't like your pastor and likes you and you are happy i mean that is strange that exposes you okay it exposes you because if if they don't like your pastor how did they like you <laughs> maybe you are an associate pastor or you are an elder of the church and then everybody's saying oh pastor dear not somewhere but this elder dear he's okay he's cool and it's getting into your head you know what they are doing to you they will turn you into a judas very soon okay you, you should think i told you discipleship is we make clones so i should think as my the person who disciples me act as he acts so if somebody doesn't like him automatically they shouldn't like me and that's my principle if you don't like the man of god i listen to of course you won't like me i told you that everything he emphasizes is what i emphasize everything he says is what i say and that is that is that for me if i see you teaching something saying things that contradict what he's saying the best i can do for you is i'll if i have a way of stopping you from saying it i mean if 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 it's a radio i'll just off the radio i mean as simple as that if you are on facebook and maybe your posts you know repeatedly goes against what he teaches the best thing, I'll, I'll stop myself from seeing what you are writing man is a product of influence and it's very important you take note of that as a child of god 
otherwise you'll be tossed to and fro by any wind of doctrine so we can actually tell men who to listen to who not to listen to paul does that to timothy timothy is not a small boy but they tell him who to listen to who not to listen to who are you all right there are people who also introduce us to the gospel i told you the example the role my sister played in me you know going coming this far is very important and I, it's something i mentioned a lot okay now interestingly it appears that after introducing me to joseph prince giving me joseph prince's um videos to watch my the people i followed after pastor joseph prince the people that i got into contact with now i introduced them to her so you see how it works now it appears i'm the one that now follows and then i'll say check out this person okay so i have that relationship with my sister it appears that i i i now instruct her as to who to listen to what to listen and then he she looks up to me she, she's 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 elder she's elder to me she looks up to me when it comes to issues of doctrine because she knows she knows that this guy has it okay i mean there are things that you can't deny okay there are people that you look at them and you know this guy has the truth it doesn't matter maybe you are older than the person but Charlie, there are people that god has given I'm not talking only about myself and maybe i'm not even talking about myself but i want you to understand there are people that god has given certain graces to you can't deny that fact you can't run away from that fact you no know, people like paul and i'll show you very very soon that a contention broke between paul and then um and and then you know imagine you fighting paul uh is he the only pastor you know this guy is the one who wrote about half of your new testament and clearly speaking the gospel of god's grace and 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 then how the dispensation of grace as we usually say i won't say that was clearly speaking was given to paul okay so at a point peter in writing concerning paul would say that things that paul teach that certain men twists what peter was actually doing was he was validating paul's doctrine so he says that they twist paul's teaching as they do the other scriptures what he's doing he used the word eteros in the greek what it means is that paul's doctrine is in the same has the same weight as the rest of the scriptures what he's saying is paul's letters carry the same weight as the rest of the scriptures so peter is saying that you actually add paul's letters to the old testament genesis to malachi and you are good to go because he carries the same weight and by that peter is saying that he himself even reads paul's letters so look at a man like paul who got saved later uh, you know peter worked closely with jesus you can't take that from peter but peter is acknowledging that see guys when it comes to salvation listen to paul he has it you know there are people like that no matter how you fight them they have it you don't have to go anywhere it will just be sheer you know uh, ignorance and then probably bad um you know character to ignore them you have somebody who teaches the concepts of god's salvation very well and then because of 
bad blood you intentionally go and bring somebody from somewhere and the person doesn't even know what they are talking it happens a lot of times in the local church there's a guy that the guy has it i mean doctrinal doctrinally speaking has it and then uh, they'll go and then bring one preacher from somewhere the person will come will come and just say things anyhow 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 and then go away and there's this guy sitting in the local church that maybe is the things of the spirit can minister the things of the spirit there are people that see they don't struggle they will just minister like uh, mr douglas who just minister a word of knowledge minister a word of wisdom and it, it's it's as simple as that and then you go and bring somebody from a prophet from congo and we'll come and just see things anyhow and then we'll go you see it's 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 a bad thing that should be avoided so look at um john 146 nathaniel being a good example nathaniel john 146 john writes that um let's start from 45 philip found nathaniel and said to him we have found him of whom moses in the law and also the prophets wrote jesus of nazareth the son of joseph and nathaniel said to him can anything good come out of nazareth philip said to him come and see good so philip i said nathaniel earlier sorry forgive me so philip is serving as a guide for nathaniel so we can see that it is philip who leads nathaniel to jesus there are men like that if you search your life very well you realize that at a point somebody played this role as philip does so he helped nathaniel to get into the right company to get into the good church to get a good teacher i do that a lot i say that you can't be my friend a close friend a bosom friend and not follow pastor nayinka no i would would nayinkanize you <laughs> a friend of mine said this to me that i'm nayinkanizing everybody that's true he's the person i listen to most of the time so you can't be around me and not know him okay even if you won't follow him you will know him you see him you see me listening to him all over the place so there's that influence i i usually have on people so that's a good example right leading men now in our lives there are men like that men that we learn how to pray how to lead prayers how to um teach the word of god the way i teach i told you is the way he teaches i learned it from him i copied it i'm not ashamed to say that i copied him right so there's always that come and see brother or sister it's in a supernatural relationship hey come and see and they lead you there and that 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 is very important and there are also people like ananias act 9 12 people like ananias let's look at act 9 12 i hope you are following me and you are being blessed Acts 9:12. Acts 9, 12. And in a vision he has seen a man named Ananias coming in and putting his hand on him so that he might receive his sight. So let's read Acts 9:17. So Peter um, Paul saw a vision of a man coming to put his hand on him for him to receive his sight. And he saw a vision first interesting paul he encountered the lord and then he started seeing vision so you see this man 
It's a man that you don't joke with. I was having a discussion with a dear friend who was saying some crazy things. He was saying that, you know, Paul and Co. they've done their own. Now it's our time to do our own. I said, ah, how old are you? How long have you been a Christian? Have you written any letter to any church? You know, and you're saying Paul has done his own. You are doing your own. <laughs> Strange things like that, you know. People get excited and they start saying gibberish. It's actually gibberish, you know. I'm a student of Paul as much as I'm a student of um, Pastor Onayinka because Pastor Onayinka is a student of Paul. You know, nobody can teach you the gospel without quoting Paul. Uh, that is a fact. So you don't see funny things concerning Paul. So look at Acts 9.17. And Ananias went his way and entered the house and laying his hands on him, just as Paul saw in the vision, laying his hands on him, he said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road as you came has sent me that you may receive your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Immediately there fell from his eyes something like skill and he received his sight at once and he arose and was baptized. So Ananias who was a disciple laid hands on Paul and Paul received the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Okay, so Ananias helped Paul. That's a supernatural relationship. Do you know that? So if Paul is at a point uh, giving a biology um, or an autobiography of his life, do you think he will mention Ananias? Yes, he would. Just as I'm mentioning my sister. And, and uh, that is it. Everybody should have people like that. I said, I told you that you can't just appear from nowhere. Ah, that thing... Charlie, you can't just appear from nowhere. There's somebody who taught you the gospel, laid hands on you. Somebody who taught you. And so there's that supernatural relationship. You don't just drop from the sky. And then you start getting us pictures of uh, you being baptized in a pool and then all of that, you know. Please don't, don't, don't judge me. I haven't said anything. Praise God. We also have a Barnabas, people like Barnabas in Antioch. Let's see what Barnabas does. Acts 11, 25 to 26. Acts 11, 25. Barnabas also, looking at Paul's life and ministry, we see Ananias, okay? Okay? Now, let me ask you, who did Paul listen to before he encountered Jesus? Uh, one day, I would want to do this teaching, but I'll mention the person to you before we read Acts 11. You see, a lot of times people assume that Jesus just bumped into Paul on the road to Damascus, and then Paul, for Paul, nobody preached the gospel to Paul. You know, people see strange things like that, that oh, angels preach the gospel. No, it didn't happen that way. If you read the book of Acts carefully, you realize that Stephen in Acts 7 preached the gospel, okay? And the writer of Acts, that is Luke, intelligently mentions Paul's name as Paul was also an audience when Stephen was preaching. So Luke intelligently gives you that detail because he knows what he's going to do. So when Stephen was preaching, Paul was there. And Stephen quoted scriptures extensively in fact stephen quoted the whole old testament started from moses quoted ah, so stephen thought like for hours I, I i so believe and paul was there even though at the end of the day paul was the one who organized for stephen to be stoned paul heard it 
<laughs> so you see, we should be grateful for people like Stephen, you know, who who understood the scriptures and taught extensively. If not for that teaching, if not for that teaching, Paul would not have, you know, encountered Jesus. So you see that when Paul encountered Jesus on the road to Damascus, when he said, "Who are you?" <laughs> and then, and then Jesus says that I am Jesus, whom you 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 persecute. So Paul already had a knowledge of this Jesus from Stephen's sermon, and so when he encounters Jesus, it becomes easy. So who preached to Paul? It was Paul who was called Saul. Okay, at that time, it was Stephen. You can check that from your your, your Bible. At another time, I would prove that to you but we don't have time so acts 11 25 to 26 so paul was preached to by by stephen received a holy ghost baptism by ananias and after that something happened Acts 11 look at 25 look at 25 then barnabas departed for tarsus to seek saul and when he had found him, he brought him to Antioch. So it is Barnabas who will bring Paul to Antioch. So it was that for a whole year, they assembled with the church and taught a great many people. And the disciples were first called Christians in Antioch. So now it was Barnabas, okay, who showed men Paul. So Paul did not just enter Antioch and start preaching. No. Barnabas, who was there at Antioch, was the one who brought Paul to Antioch. So the people of Antioch would be grateful to Barnabas. You see what supernatural relationships do? I mean, and when you look at your life, there are people like this. Okay. So Barnabas made that great call and he showed men Paul. He said, this is the guy. Listen to him. Okay. So from Antioch, now Paul would reach the whole world. When you read the book of Acts very well, you realize that after that, Paul would now reach the whole world because Barnabas would bring Paul and then Paul would teach at Antioch. After that teaching, they were called um, 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 Christians. At that, after that teaching, they would be called Christians. And from that point, Paul's ministry, if I should say, would be commissioned because he's well known. But who, who initiated that? Barnabas. You can't step away from these um, people, supernatural relationships, very important. So therefore, we must learn to know our roles in supernatural relationships. We have specific roles to play. For instance, John the Baptist had a specific role to play concerning Jesus. That's a supernatural relationship. He was like a forerunner. He was to talk concerning Jesus, speak about Jesus. And his ministry was supposed to end there. And so the reason why John got himself into trouble, I'll show you very soon, is that he failed to see where his ministry and his role ended. Yesterday I was teaching in a class and I said that the reason why John came baptizing with water was to show Jesus to Israel. So that means that after Jesus had been shown to Israel, his 
water baptism should have ceased let me show you this john 1 john 1 20 this is he of whom i said after me comes a man who is preferred before me for he was before me i did not know him but that he should be revealed to israel therefore i came baptizing with water so the reason why he came baptizing with water was to show jesus to israel okay so in 32 he says that and john bore witness saying i saw the spirit descending up from heaven like a dove and he remained upon him i did not know him but he who sent me to baptize he who did what sent me to baptize with water said to me upon whom you see the spirit descending and remaining on him this is he who baptizes with the holy spirit and i have seen and testified that this is the son of god so that was the end of his ministry that's why he said that i must decrease so that he must increase so once he finished showing people the messiah christ that was it he was supposed to dwindle like that and there are people like that see there are people that yeah we will show them the way like i told you my sister i hope he doesn't she doesn't she she she, she may not be listening to this but i'll say it like my sister who introduced me to pastor joseph prince you know after that introduction you realize that i went on to listen to other people went on to grow and, and then um, paying attention to other men and all of that and now it appears i'm the one you know teaching her i'm the one teaching and then explaining things to her even though she's the one who showed me the way so there are people like that and so she she understands her role look at mary the mother of jesus imagine after jesus resurrected and then ascended into heaven and the disciples assembled and you know mary submitted to peter and the apostles you know that so mary who was the mother of jesus was also a disciple mary understood the rule imagine mary saying you people the man that you are talking about have you forgotten that i'm the one who carried her for nine months you know, yesterday was mother's day you know imagine mary saying ah, peter peter now Peter, where were you when I was carrying your Lord and Savior? <laughs> but Mary understood her role. Her role was to carry the Savior, which is very important in her womb. But it ends there. <laughs> That's it. So there are times that we should know that our role ends here. You show somebody the way it ends there. And so it's also important to, to know that there are people that we will show and then we'll end there. So we should learn to know when we are to play this role and not to change it. Okay. Now, um, Timothy also had this said of him in Acts 16.2. When Paul found Timothy, Acts 16.2, uh, writer of Acts says that he was well spoken of by the brethren who were at Lystra and Iconium. So it was people who recommended Timothy to Paul. Say, ah, Apostle Paul, there is this young man who is very good, who is very fervent in the spirit. You know, there are people who recommend us like that. I remember the first time I was recommended as a deacon of the Church of Pentecost. It was my presiding elder who recommended me, a man that I respect and honor so, so well. 
he met me and said that even though i had seen i had already seen in a vision the lord telling me this is what is going to happen but eventually he recommended me and said that i want you to go for an interview as a deacon okay interestingly i went and then i passed the interview so there are people who would recommend us and then you know imagine after recommending somebody and the person now you know uh, becomes an apostle and you are saying oh after all, i'm the one who recommended him <laughs> you know when you do that you deprive yourself of being blessed by that that gift is very important so the church at deb and lystra were the people who connected him to that life-changing and god-ordained relationship the relationship is god-ordained though but men play the role men play the role no matter who you are man will play a role in your relationship all the people that i've said i've listened to something led me to them somebody mentioned them and, uh, and i got to them so i i see god as playing the role through men leading me leading us so that is how god orchestrates our affairs god's orchestration is is not devoid of men okay so we should be mindful how we treat such men you would understand that if they are not men like ananias men like you know stephen men like um the people of um deb and lystra certain relationships that have been a blessing would have not happened it's very important okay but the people who introduce should also learn to keep their roles as it is so we should learn to play the role and leave it as that don't don't become more than you should like john the baptist end it there okay good now barnabas who um you know introduced paul at antioch didn't learn this very well look at acts 15 after introducing paul and i i believe that paul was maybe getting famous something happened act 15 37 to 39 hmm. act 15 37 to 39 now barnabas was determined to take with them john mark john called mark so that's why i said john mark so barnabas was like an associate with paul paul and barnabas they were together now they got to a point barnabas said let's take mark with us you know and what happened what happened verse 38 but paul insisted that they should not take with them the one who had departed from them in pamphylia and had not gone with them to the work so what happened was that mark was around at a point in time but he left them and barnabas was maybe emotional getting sentimental i like mark said, let's bring mark on board again and paul said no this guy left you know somebody who has left like somebody who came around and left as an associate pastor and you've gotten somewhere with your ministry and you are going to bring him back you know you should be careful so paul says no 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 we are not going for mark again and Barnabas said, it's, we are going with Mark. Mark or I die. <laughs> That's not what he said. But the Bible says that the contention was so sharp between them. It was so sharp. It means there was a sharp disagreement. Barnabas says, I want Mark. Paul says, no, I don't want Mark. And I'm sure that 
somewhere along the line, Barnabas might have thought, ah, but you, I'm the one who introduced you. I'm the one who made you known. So why is it that I want Mark and you see you don't want Mark? But there's something about Paul. Look at Acts 9.16. Acts 9.16. At Paul's uh, encounter with the Lord Jesus. Look at what Jesus told him. Go, for he is... This is what Jesus told Ananias. Go, for he is a chosen vessel of mine. Hmm. Look at that. A chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before Gentiles kings and the children of israel for i will show him how many things he must suffer for my name's sake so sometimes the people that we fight okay <laughs> i told you that god has special graces i teach the grace of god extensively i believe that god doesn't run out of options but you should understand that there are people that God has specifically called for a specific purpose, for a specific mission. Let me tell you this, and let me say it bluntly. When you fight such men, you fight God. When you fight such men, you fight God. No matter what role you may have played in their lives at a point, when you fight such men, you fight God. Because it appears that they are chosen of God for specific assignments. And so anytime you get in their way, you're actually getting in the way of God. Okay, so that is what happened to Barnabas. Barnabas might have thought that he's the one who recommended um, Paul. But when that contention broke and then Barnabas departed with Mark and left Paul. Let me ask you, after that departure, who do you hear of? Do you hear of Barnabas again? No. Do you see it? So in your New Testament, you are going to see Paul. You are going to see Paul consistently. You won't hear Barnabas again. That should tell you that at that dissension, at that contention, Barnabas shouldn't have left. So there are people we are not supposed to leave. When you leave them, that's your end. You dwindle. They carry the light. Okay. I, I don't know how you would understand this, but there are men that carry the light. It is, it, is, it is as if we would shine on their shoulders. We would shine on their shoulders and we would be seen because of them. So sometimes when you are shining small, don't think that, oh, now I'm on my own. No. <laughs> be careful. There are men like that that you don't leave them. For instance, I say this concerning the man that I listened to. I mentioned his name earlier, Pastor Nainka. At no point should I. Okay, so let me say this to you. Watch me. Okay, if you've known me for some while, keep watching me. Watch me for five years, ten years, fifteen years. Watch me. Anytime you see me to have ignored him, stop posting him, hiding him. Like I do, I don't want. I don't want people to know that I'm. I'm following him. Watch me. Maybe you can help me, remind me that, say, that's not what you said. <clears throat> because men like that, you know, are not only a blessing to you. God is using them as lampstands for you. So you will shine on their shoulders. Okay? You will shine on their shoulders. They will teach you. You will base on what they have taught you. 
you would now know probably you would know um, um further details but that doesn't deny the fact that they were the people that you stood on their shoulders so that's what happened to Barnabas. Um, a very unfortunate incident like that so strife as what happened would often happen when we step out of our course Barnabas was only supposed to be an associate to Paul who wasn't supposed to be on his own okay so when he stepped out of his course over Mark so let me ask you between Barnabas and Paul who was right concerning Mark who was right because Barnabas was saying, let's take Mark. Paul was saying, no, let's not take Mark. Then after Mark left, that was when um, uh, um, Paul saw and found Timothy. So who was right? Paul. Exactly. You look at your New Testament, you know that Paul was right. Because eventually, we see Paul writing most letters. And we see Timothy making an impact and an influence as well. And you don't hear John Mark again. Is he yeah so um notice who that the person you might have be following okay is for a purpose don't step out of your course you might have following and applause but you know deep down you got in the way this is very important i tell people that sometimes eh, you'll be doing things that people will be clapping for you Charlie, you've done well. Paul, you're too, Paul is too known. Paul is too known. Paul is too known. It's good you left Paul. But you see, deep down in your heart, the Spirit of God will be ministering to you that you got in the way. There are a lot of people that have actually um, run their ministries into shipwreck. They left too early. Started small. Nah. Oh, now I'm on my way. Let me also tear my church, tear my branch. They, they, they left too early. And they will shipwreck their feet and you won't hear from them again that's how you know they actually didn't follow the leading of the spirit okay so barnabas got it wrong eventually eventually um mark came back in second timothy 4 11 paul told timothy that take mark and bring him with ye with thee for he is profitable to me for ministry now look at this when Mark came back, it appears that Mark was no longer <clears throat> the two I see. Okay. So Timothy is now the one who would bring Mark to Paul. Paul is saying that now he's he's profitable for me in ministry. But at first, Mark was like uh, two I see, like very close to Paul, an associate to Paul. But because of what um happened. Barnabas, Mark left, wanted to, Mark left and Barnabas was saying, let's go back for Mark. And Paul said, no. Now, when Mark was returning, Mark returned through Timothy. Do you see it? Do you see the order? So let me say this. Anytime you leave a godly relationship, a supernatural relationship out of your discretion, out of your um failure to see it as a supernatural relationship when there's uh, the opportunity to retain don't forget that you don't retain in that state that you were i mean i, I i'm somebody that preaches the unconditional love the unconditional mercies of god but there are things that are as it is i mean i can't help it okay i can't i can't 
I can't help it. If you leave and you are coming back, don't forget that there have been years that you have not been around. I mean, so you don't just come back and then just reclaim your position. No. You come back through the same door that you came through earlier. So you have to go through the motions. Your faithfulness will have to be tested again and all of that before eventually we would say that um, you have actually returned so that you don't leave us again. I have five minutes more. God, the Lord have mercy on me. We'll continue tomorrow. Don't worry. So it is very important how we treat access in that regard. It is very important how we treat access in that regard. When you have access to a man of God, a man that disciples you, a man that, you know, has mentored you, don't throw that access to the dogs. And then, uh, imagine, uh, and, and then imagine to come back at any time. I can just walk in and out at any time. No, 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 no. You see, when it comes to the things of God, the dealings with God, God has specific men for specific assignments. Specific men for specific assignments. Paul, Peter. Now, Jesus, after his resurrection, told Peter specifically that uh, he told Peter before, before Jesus was crucified, told Peter that Satan has sought to sift you, but I pray for you that your faith will not fail. And when your faith has not failed, I want you to encourage your brothers. So there's a man like Peter. Jesus is saying that Peter is the one who would confirm and encourage the other disciples. And so imagine you fighting a man like Peter. <laughs> you actually be fighting God. Okay, so when you leave associations like that, God bless you. I've prayed for you that your faith should not fail. And when you have returned to me, strengthen your brethren. So Peter was charged with the task of strengthening his brethren. That is peculiar to Peter. A specific grace given to Peter. Oh, don't say, I'm also Peter. No. Look at Moses. When Aaron and Miriam, you know, accused Moses and then said, bad things about moses you thought god was going to say it's true la uh, bring moses let's crucify moses no <laughs> Aaron and miriam were rather punished of god so there are men like that okay be very careful how you deal with such men they are men like that even when they are feeling shut up okay when they are feeling you feel like they are getting it from shut up you were not there when god was commissioning them and so we'll continue tomorrow. I know that you have been blessed. We are looking at supernatural relationships and our role in keeping such relationships. And we have learned a lot of things. Learn to play your role well. If yours is to lead a man to Christ, lead, do that and leave it as that. If yours is to follow a man, follow, follow. Don't, don't uh, dissociate yourself. Look at Timothy. Timothy was a bishop. A pastor of pastors. And Paul was still writing letters to him and instructing him like a baby. You know. So that relationship should be kept as that. And our people who mentor us have the right to tell us who to listen to, who not to listen to. 
and that is how god has ordained it and that is how god wants to bless us god bless you this morning i know you've been blessed we'll continue tomorrow and shall we bow down our heads i want you to pray and thank the lord for this word that has been given to you and ask the lord for grace and an understanding as <clears throat> we continue tomorrow god bless you man of god yes sir wow yeah. god bless you god bless you uh, our, our only boss god bless you so much for 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 such an exposition hallelujah i told you that mm. uh <laughs> This week is a week that we are building serious, 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 serious stuff. Actually, man of God, yeah, yeah, it is. I, I like it confirms everything. I know that most of them, yeah. most of them that they are really following, they know what about what I'm saying, especially gifty mm -hmm. and all that. Last Friday there was an issue like that, and we were, I remember when we were having the lunch. Yeah, we, we, how many of us were there? You see that I was talking about some of these things, like oh no, really, I was just pinpointing some of it. I didn't even know that that was what God was going to lead you to teach. Yeah. So you realize okay. that? Yeah. It's it, it's so when we were talking, I was like, wow, this is God just solved the situation for me. And some of the things we were talking about were exactly some of the things we spoke about. If I had published the lunch, the one we had at the lunch, you would have realized that it would have been like, thank God I didn't publish it. It would have been like, oh. We 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 uh, it's like we discuss like that. Ali, <laughs> come and talk about it. If we were, we were really going to talk about the faithfulness of God, right? Yeah, that was the, that was the topic we planned to talk. Yeah, but some way somehow, look at how God turned everything, and it's like it's like you have you you God has really dealt with a lot of issues. Yeah, and I know that we have been blessed. We have been blessed. God bless you so much for uh, availing yourself for this moment, and I know that somebody somewhere. Is being blessed, hallelujah. And some of these things are Amen. very, very important foundational truth. I'm telling you, this is the truth, this is the foundations of everything. Without this one, I'm telling you, you're you cannot fulfill destiny, you cannot walk in destiny, you cannot have anything. You are going to struggle in so many areas. Why? Because of your inability to you know appreciate, acknowledge, honor, and even sustain a particular supernatural relationship. But I pray that. Even in this season, God will open our understanding to light. Hallelujah. God bless you so much, man of God. Can we can we celebrate the man of God? Can we celebrate the man of God? Can you celebrate the man of God? Oh, I said, can you celebrate the man of God? Hallelujah. God bless you, the King Joshua, for blessing us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's so much a blessing. It's so much a blessing to have you. Yeah. It's a very close friend of mine, a brother, a colleague, everything. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm so much... I'm so much blessed by how we, it's so it's so much uh, interesting how we we met. <laughs> Do we in the same school after school we departed, and some way somehow God find His own way of bringing us together. And it's, it's such it's such a wonderful time. Ever since we met, it's been very glorious. Yeah, and I know that God God has God has a lot of things for us to do. Hallelujah. Yes, and we also we also having this. Um, school of class school of christ yeah it's like a training session for teaching the gospel and all those things it happens on sunday actually sunday because i do because of the launching and all that because of the network problems we had that's why i didn't really talk about it because our time passed and we couldn't close early for that so i had to 
And yesterday too, I had to. I also saw on programs yesterday how we're having the service. If I don't know if you were, you could realize as well, like I was, I was <laughs> disconnected uh, because I was also running another meeting for the church on WhatsApp. So I was doing here, I was doing this at the same time. <laughs> yeah, I was ministering, I was also talking and all that. And so, but next week, like because some of this church we don't have activities on week on weekends. Maybe it was on Saturdays that maybe as the Lord may command, maybe you may have some either healing services or prophetic services as the Lord will tell us to do. Aside that, in as much as we know, most of our services are going to be concentrated between Monday and Friday. So um, the weekends, the man, the Sunday will be available. We all have, all have to be available to be there. Yeah. So as he said, I can also tell you that listen to this <laughs> if you are bored you are bored hey you are bored you are bored and some of these things is very interesting you know you have a lot of followers who think that they can do their own thing they want to they want to have their own thing do their own thing it's like like I, 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 there was something very interesting you know because oh you can there was a time i saw a post somewhere it was so interesting i don't, I don't know I know that I don't, but I feel like it's something that you're going to handle tomorrow. The post posted like, listen to godly advices sometimes, but don't allow anyone to dictate to you. When I saw the post, then I just knew that no, this is this is this is this is a quote of rebellion. <laughs> this person has issues with submission. That, that's the issue. Yeah. He said, "Listen, it's sometimes good to listen to godly advices, but don't allow anyone to dictate for you." The person is even contradicting himself because at the workplace you don't do your own thing. <laughs> so, so you 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 obey strictly when you go to the workplace. You obey strictly when you go to he- when you go to the bank that you're going to cash your own money. They tell you what to do. They tell you where to sit. They tell you when to come. They give you, they dictate what you're supposed to do. You don't, you don't reason around it. They dictate for you. So, but in the secular world, you obey and you follow dictations. But when it comes to the things of God and you come to relationships with God and certain men of God or certain people God has set over you, you think that you can have your way. You, you think that you're not supposed to when I, when I saw it, I said, I, I, snap, I have screenshot it on my phone. Anytime I look at it, I just laugh. I said, no, this is a voice of rebellion. Yeah, this is a voice of rebellion. <laughs> this is a voice of rebellion. Yeah. So, it, it's something very, very interesting that is happening. And a lot of people have missed so many great things in their life just because of some of these things. I pray for you that in this season that we are working on our foundations, may the Lord establish our feet on certain relationship God has given to us. Hallelujah. Because no matter what you do, there's, there are men who have been called to do that. God bless you so much for coming around. Yeah, so um, we are our next session, 12 p.m. to 1 p.m. GMT, our lunch time, one hour in 10. This is purely teaching, so uh, we will have time for prayer in my lunch time where we can pray along some of these things that we spoke of. Then we have the, the next session, um, the third session will be um, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. GMT. 
that one too is going to be an engagement in the spirit we are going to have time to pray and also minister the spirit hallelujah and also um we have the covenant season where we engage god based on covenant i don't want you to miss it at all 12 a.m to 1 a.m gmt so we are running four services today i don't want you to miss it make time get notes get pen get bibles reflect make time and let god shape your life this season so that's it we have the due rise so we are done with the due rise our covenant season will continue our lunch time will continue our moment of encounter will continue so at any point in time be available and come to church early come for service early because you may miss the beginning don't forget how you begin also affects sometimes how you end so be available god bless you so much um dr king Doshua, for coming around god bless you all of you for coming i don't take your presence for granted at all because not anyone will do what you are doing may the lord be with you may the lion of the trap of judah establish your feet in these foundations and may the lord cause you to rise up on the wings of power may the lord help you may the lord minister to you more in grace and more in anointing join us on my lunch time 12 to 1 p.m 12 p.m to 1 p.m gmt and join us and let's pray and god shall answer us may the lord bless you so much in jesus name amen my name is mr douglas don't forget to follow and also acknowledge what the lord is doing that means bye-bye 